Hello, and welcome to this edition of the Back Again and Gone podcast, being recorded in the beautiful Hampton Inn & Suites, Pineville, North Carolina. Well, the winter travel season is upon us, and November provided me the opportunity to get caught in the first fallout from the first East Coast winter weather, and it further solidified my mantra of pick one airline and stick to it. My original plan was to fly out of Charlotte on a Thursday night, back into Orlando on American Airlines, leaving somewhere around 8.15, arriving in Orlando somewhere around 10 p.m. that evening. And the beauty of the plan was that one of Chateau Relaxo's residents, the entrepreneur, was flying back from L.A. and landing right around 10.30. And after they got their bag and all that, they were going to catch a ride back with me. So saved them an Uber charge as well as you know parking charges had they left their vehicle at the airport for eight or nine days. So I got to my gate right around 7 p.m. and a few minutes later, American sends me a text informing me that my flight will now be leaving at 9.20 and putting me back into O-Town somewhere around 11. Not that big of a deal. Like I said, they were getting in around 10.30 by the time they got off the plane and baggage. We'd just about meet up. So an hour after that, uh, we were informed that our takeoff time had been pushed back to 10 p.m., landing somewhere around 11.30. I texted the entrepreneur and said, hey, here's the deal. They were fine waiting. And besides, we live roughly 45 minutes from the airport, and by the time somebody got down there to pick them up, really wouldn't be that much of a time saver. And so at this time, I pulled out my uh, phone and looked at the plane uh, route on FlightAware and quickly found out that this plane was stuck in Philly and they weren't going anywhere. So a bit later, another text comes in and you could hear just this collective groan from everybody in the gate area. It sounded like a Napoleon Dynamite scene. Ugh. We were now told that our departure time was going to be at 12.20 a.m., and here's where it gets worse. You know, I'm a Southwest guy. I fly maybe American. Charlotte's probably the only real town because I can get direct. And it, what that equates to is I have no status with American Airlines. I probably make, you know, three or four trips up here a year. And so all of a sudden, everybody, of course, piles over towards the American desk. And within minutes, it's 45 to 50 people deep, you know, hoping to get another flight. I feel like I should at least try to do something, so I pick up the phone and call American. And while, yes, they could get me on another flight, it was going to cost several hundred dollars in change fees, and I just I wasn't willing to do that. So the last failed attempt was I pulled out the uh, Southwest app in hopes of finding a flight I could maybe get on with points or something and get home at least at a decent hour, only to find out that their last flight had left two hours earlier. And by now, the entrepreneur has decided not to wait for me. Uh, he's smart, and that's why we call him the entrepreneur. So as we're getting ready to own, oh, and, and during this time, they actually switched concourses. We went from the A concourse to the C concourse. And uh, as you're walking through the the area of the, of the airport, of course, there's nothing left open to eat at, at 10, 30, 11 at night. We finally get one last update that we were now leaving at 12.50. 
at 3.05 in the morning, we touched down in Orlando, and I was in my bed by roughly 4.15, um, and I felt bad. You know, the, the one thing about flying into Orlando, it's usually a packed flight, and it's usually a fun flight because you've got a ton of kids that are looking forward to going to Disney or Universal couple sitting across from me the row across from me they actually had like 9 a.m fast passes the next morning so i felt i felt pretty bad for them uh and of course the kicker for me was i had a 6 20 p.m flight out of orlando that friday night so i basically got home got a little bit of sleep worked from the house repacked and, and went back to the airport so the focus of this show is the holiday gift guide. And we've done gift guides in the past, 2016 and 2017. I'll put those down in the, the show notes. And so now let's do a, uh, a 2018 uh, version of it. And, of course, I have my standard four or five items that on uh, my list that have never been purchased. But uh, feel free to indulge an old, old road warrior if you've got some extra shekels laying around. First on my list is the Rolex Oyster GMT Master II. No need to uh, spend the big bucks on the yellow gold. White gold will certainly suffice. And that should only set you back somewhere around 10K. Number two on the list is a 1995 Land Rover Defender. And I actually had the chance to buy one of these for 30 grand back in 1995. And I re really wish I had pulled the trigger on it. That vehicle now is worth anywhere between, you know, 65 and, and $75,000. Uh, but if you can find one, uh, I'd be willing to uh, take it off your hands for you. The other one, National Geographic uh, Around the World Flight. They offer a 24-day trip on a private 757 uh, staffed with National Geographic photographers to help you. Um, each stop is you're treated five-star chefs that, that cook the uh the food that's indigenous to the area that you're in. Just a great, great trip. And, of course, I can always use a handful of Hickey Freeman suits. In the words of Ricardo Monteblan, it is always better to look good than to feel good. So I've traveled long enough to have most of the standard gear. You know, so some of the items below may be geared towards the Baby Road Warrior. I actually took the time to pull down my Amazon list from the, the past 12 months just to see if I could find any little nuggets tucked in. And one of the things that, that I've, I've been using now for three or four years is a Wi-Fi dongle, for lack of a better term. You know, if, if you're, whether you're doing presentations or wanting to watch Netflix in your hotel room, this little dongle can save the day. This little contraption lets you display most everything in 1080p wirelessly, meaning, you know, no need to carry another HDMI cable. Um, you know, consider how many times you've had a group of people looking over your shoulder and you're wanting to show them some photos on your phone. You slap this little guy into the back of a TV with an HDMI connector. It creates its own little Wi-Fi hotspot. And then you can easily show anything from your phone or your tablet on the TV screen or projector screen. You know, and now many days hotels or I know Marriott's doing it, that you can actually um, input your Hulu or Netflix password and username and password on their smart TV in the room and have access to all those channels. You know, somewhere in the back of my mind, that's got to be a security breach. Um, and this little Wi-Fi dongle negates all that because you're doing everything off of your phone on your own network. And they're like 30 34 35 bucks on Amazon. You know, wireless speakers are nothing new. And if you're looking for a high-quality one for the house or the backyard, check out Oontz. Uh They make the Oontz Angle. 
hands down the best speaker bang you can buy for a $100 bill. Uh, it comes from uh, Klaus, who came from Cambridge Soundworks, um, just a true engineer, amazing fidelity. But the problem with it is, is it's too darn big to, to put in your carry-on. So what I did this last year is I actually bought this little guy. It's called a Dodo Cool mini speaker, and it's maybe the size of two marshmallows. I mean, you don't even know you're carrying it. But this thing puts out pretty good sound for what it is. And it also can work as a wireless remote shutter for your phone, uh, for your camera on your phone. It's got a built-in microphone, so if you want to use it as a Bluetooth speaker for calls. And the thing set me back like 12 bucks. Um, I, I bought a couple extra ones to give away as gifts this year. A must-have is a power bank. Uh, Aki, I've yet to find a, a bad product that they make. You know, there's nothing worse than being on the road and all of a sudden your cell phone hits, you know, 10%, 8%, 15%, whatever that threshold is for you to start sweating uh, left on battery life, that you start getting panicky. And if you're in an airport, you know, it's tough to find an outlet. Uh, this little Aki guy, I just bought one for my wife. I bought a couple for a couple other friends. The new ones that we ordered actually will charge uh, USB-C. So that's your laptops, your, you know, your Novos and your MacBooks. Just make sure that you get one that's got at least 10,000 milliamps. It probably charges my iPhone four or five times. And again, 25 bucks on Amazon. So recently I bought uh, an Anchor power port, one of those multiple, multiple USB chargers. And I really thought I was buying another power bank. And so I was kind of disappointed when this thing showed up. But it's really been a lifesaver. You know, if you travel with family or kids, no doubt somebody's going to leave their charging knuckle at home or in a hotel room or at grandma or grandpa's. This little guy is a four-port wall charger, so that negates four of those knuckles. And it's even got a quick charge port that it's got to charge my iPhone in half the time. So think about that. When the kids don't have a, a knuckle to charge something, you know how uh, tense it can get whether you're in a hotel room or at a, at a friend's house. 28 bucks uh, from Anchor. So if you haven't noticed, connectivity is a common theme for the traveler. I mean, between, you know, you think about it, we have laptops, we have smartphones, we have tablets, we got wireless headphones, now we've got smartwatches. You know, most everything that you got requires some kind of an AC charger. And this little Belkin surge suppressor, built-in surge suppressor, three outlets, and two USB chargers, is a lifesaver. You know, you think about, you go to a hotel room and there's usually on the, on the desk is a lamp with maybe one. If you're lucky, you may get two outlets on it, but you know, I want to charge a tablet. I want to charge my, uh, my laptop. And this gives me those extra ports or even if you're at a, an airport, you know, outlets are in short supply, slam this into the wall. You can let somebody charge a couple cell phones as well as two additional AC outlets. So recently I came across this phone tripod, uh, UB's B-size, uh, portable and adjustable camera stand holder. A heck of a long name and I think they actually printed it on the box. But this is a fun little travel toy. So much fun that one of the Chateau Relaxo residents borrowed mine only to never return it. Uh, but this is an all-in-one tripod that will hold your smartphone, your GoPro, 
Uh, it's got an adapter for that. You can actually, if you like doing uh, vlogs and, and being able to hold your, your phone, this little tripod collapses down and makes a nice little handle. It's got a remote so you can fire your shutter on your smartphone from about 30 feet away. 14 bucks. I'm addicted to headphones. I carry three pairs with me. I have a standard wired earbuds. I use Skull Candies. I think they're like 10 bucks a piece. Uh, my wife usually buys because I, I am tough on everything that I own. My wife usually buys me three or per, four pairs for Christmas. I use those for sleeping uh, when I'm on the road. I've got a pair of wireless earbuds that I use when I'm exercising. And, of course, the noise-canceling over-the-ear traditional headphones when I'm on a plane. And when it comes to noise-canceling headphones, the de facto standard is Bose. Sony does a good job, but Bose, their quiet comfort series, can't be beat. I mean, hands down, they've got it under wraps. But it comes with a hefty price tag. You know, you can search, but those guys are still somewhere around 300 bucks. And, yes, they're worth it, no doubt about it. Earlier this year, I purchased for my wife a pair of Tautronics active noise-canceling Bluetooth headphones. Um, she's got the companion pass, so shes I think she's flown probably, I don't know, eight or nine flights so far this year. But I was truly astonished, not only with the sound quality of these headphones, but the noise-canceling functionality. They were 70 bucks. I think I came across them on Lifehacker or something like that. But, you know, before you plunk down 300 bucks, especially if you've got a baby road warrior that, you know, you don't know if they're going to make it life on the road a uh, a career or not, check these guys out for 70 bucks. You know, one of the items that we'll probably be upgrading to this holiday season is the GoPro Hero 7 Black. Uh, I love GoPro cameras. I love action cameras. You know, we took one on our recent raft, guys' weekend rafting trips. This little guy is packed with features. It's got an eight-time slow-mo uh, record mode. They've got a their new hyper-smooth video stabilization. And looking at it side-by-side with the the uh, Hero 6 compared to the 7, uh, it's amazing what they're doing. And so, you know, we had bought a, a DJI Spark drone earlier this year, and I think coupled with the GoPro, I think it'll help to uh, capture some of the lasting memories. And besides, the dog is fed up with us harassing her with the drone. So I'll put up a, a short video clip in the show notes of uh, the meth lab becoming obsessed by the drone. Luggage and backpacks. I'm not a fan of, of, it's an easy gift, yes, but I'm not a fan of buying them from somebody else unless I know exactly what they want. You know, for me, my luggage needs certain features. I actually bought the same Travel Pro that I had before. I think I had a Samsonite, but I've been through a couple of the Travel Pros. You know, I like knowing that I've got a couple zippered interior pockets. I don't want things like four wheels or what they call the spinner bags. Uh, one of the guys at the office bought one and returned it within this after his first trip. What he found out was that hotel parking lots are not normally very level, and every time he'd set the bag down when he pulled it out of the car, it would quickly roll away from him. And I'm the same with a backpack. I'm pretty pretty picky. I recently saw a guy with a really cool Oakley-looking backpack, so I stopped and asked him a little bit about it. It turned out to be a an Oakley kitchen sink, and I, I said, you know, that's a great-looking backpack. And his reply was, yeah, well, it looks great. It is heavy as hell, and it just has too many pockets. He said, I'm constantly losing stuff. So I scratched that one on my list, off my list. But I guess about three years ago, I bought, and I've been through a ton of laptop bags and uh, backpacks. I've done the Swiss Army. I've 
I've got a Red Ox that I think is still a great bag, but I came across the uh, Slim Laptop bag from eBag a few years ago, and I am tough on everything that I own, and this thing has held up. It's got some great little little touches. It's got a zippered side pocket for water bottles. It's got a pass-through sleeve that slides over the handle on my luggage. You know, sticker price is around a buck twenty. But look for a code. You shouldn't pay more than $80 for this bag. And I think I've four or five of the guys at the office have actually followed suit and bought one after they saw how I like mine so much. So, you know, we talked about earlier that connectivity is a big thing, especially for the road warrior. You know, you got to be prepared to connect to anything. So, you know, it's, it's again, it's really easy to see anything with the word travel in it and think it's going to be a big hit. But if you're buying a gift for a true road warrior, you know, keep in mind that size and weight play a factor. You know, if it won't fit into my carry-on or it won't fit into my backpack, I'm more than likely not going to carry it with me. You know, think of things that have multi-purpose. You know, in other words, you know, one piece of gear that replaces a couple of them. Sort of like a Swiss Army knife, you know, except you're not taking that into your carry-on. A side note is I've always been a fan of putting pen to paper. Uh, one of my most prized possessions is a 1991 Mont Blanc rollerball that I have probably had repaired two or three times over the years. I've used this pen to sign mortgages, car titles, uh, you name it. But in the last three or four years, I've entered the world of fountain pens and, and different colored inks. And if you're looking to make an impression on a, on, on a gift recipient, Consider Goulet Pens offers a first pen, first fountain pen first-timer kit. I'll put it down in the, the show notes. And the package includes a Pilot Metropolitan, which is probably one of the best beginner fountain pens out there, some ink cartridges, and a Rodia notepad. I'm not a, I'm not a huge fan. I'm more of a moleskin um, guy. I've carried one for years and years. But, you know, a nice little introduction into the world of fountain pens for somebody if you've got somebody with a little bit more fountain pen experience the twisby diamond is a phenomenal value it's something that could be handed down to uh, generations and generations as everybody knows i'm a beer guy as well as a fishing guy and sweetwater brewery out of atlanta offers 30 gifts for less than 30 dollars. i'll put a link up to that if you're still at a total loss for somebody check out bespoke.com you know, they create these gift boxes. It could be, you know, tobacco themed or it could be writing themed or it could be cooking themed. Uh, but they've got dozens and dozens of these boxes that they've put together. I mean, they've done all the thought for you and they'll fit just about anybody on your list. So while Black Friday is gone, Cyber Monday is past, you know, we're still going to have access to websites like Uncrate or Gear Patrol or Kenja Deals. And they'll be having all kinds of crazy stuff in the next few weeks. So definitely keep an eye out there if you're at a total loss. Just remember, it's not the dollar in the gift. It's actually the thought in the gift. Well, there you have it. Thanks for listening and travel safe. Hey, wait a second. Don't go. Make sure you check out all the blogs over at HypeAmerica.com. From food to travel to just general life humor, we cover all the topics. Thanks again.